Good afternoon, everyone. A word of thanks to Dave and uh, Dorothy and all the staff who've been so, always so kind to me. I'm always honored to be returning here. Today, I want to tell you um, a story. 70 miles that way, straight east, is New York City. And on Broadway and 65th Street is the Metropolitan Opera House, one of the most loved buildings in New York, because there you get to see beautiful operas. And I had the opportunity to see a wonderful opera. It was written by Giuseppe Verde, and it premiered 177 years ago on March 9th, 1842 in Milan at La Scala Opera House. And the name of the opera is Nabucco. Nabucco is the story of Nebuchadnezzar. He was the king of Babylon and 600 years before Christ. He went to Israel, he got all the Jewish people and he brought them back to Babylon. It was called the Babylonian Captivity. And they were there for 70 years. And the opera Nabucco is about these, these Israelites, the Jewish people, and their captivity. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because one of the most well-known songs is the chorus song. When, they, when the Jewish slaves are longing for Israel, their homeland, and you probably have heard it, it's called Va Pensiero. I'm going to sing four notes. Va Pensiero. That's a famous one. It means, go, my thoughts to my homeland. I can't be there personally, but may my thoughts and my heart be back in my homeland. We're here in Babylon. We're born here, we're living here, we're dying here for, for generations, but let my heart be there back in Israel. And after they go through all that, then there's the, 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 that same four note returns in the, next, in the next chorus part. And it's, oh mi patria. Oh, my homeland, how I long for you. Why am I bringing this all up? Because we have a homeland. And our homeland is where our thoughts should often be. Our homeland is heaven. We're just pilgrims here. Our citizenship is in heaven. We're pilgrims passing through. So that's the goal. Why are we in this world? Know and to serve and to love the Lord best we can, to be happy with him forever in heaven. That's our goal. So let our thoughts ascend to our homeland. And let our, our actions and our words and all we do prepare ourselves for that eternal homeland. There's a story of a man who died. And a few minutes later, another man died. And they both attended to the, to the uh, pearly gates together. They both arrived. And St. Peter says, congratulations, you both made it to heaven. Now come with me, I'm going to give you your mansions. And St. Peter took them for a stroll, and one house was big and expansive and beautiful, and St. Peter said to the first gentleman, here's your place, enjoy your mansion. And he went around the corner, there was a more modest place. And he said to the second man, here's your place, enjoy it. And the second man said, St. Peter, I'm very happy I got to heaven. I don't mean to be a pest, but can you explain why... The first man got the big mansion, I got the small mansion. And St. Peter said, well, we can only build your mansion with the materials you send up from earth to heaven. 
So let's prepare for our homeland and our mansion. Send up the foundation of faith and hope and trust, the roof of respect and love for the Lord and the neighbor, the bricks of brotherly fraternity, the concrete of charity that binds it all together. That's what we're preparing for. We're just pilgrims passing through. Just like little Francisco, you know, this year on April 4th was the centennial of his passing. He wasn't even 11. He would have been 11 in June. He was only 10. But after the events of 1917, with the apparitions he was part of, and the vision of hell, he greatly desired heaven. And after the apparitions, he would often not even go to school. Instead of taking a right out of his house to go to school, he'd take a left and go to church. And often the teachers would know where he was, and the teachers would go to the church and say, Francisco, come to school. You have to learn. And little Francisco, a little innocent fellow, would say to the teachers, because the teachers would say, well, don't you want to do anything when you grow up? What kind of work you want to do? You have to prepare for your future and your life and get an education. You know, the way we tell our kids today, right? And little Francisco would say to the teacher, all I want to do is die and go to heaven. Now, that's a nice, beautiful, innocent goal. But we're not 10 years old and 11 years old. So the way I want to put it is, all I want to do is live a virtuous life in God's friendship, then die and go to heaven. That's a good job description, right? That's what we should plan to do. And how do we live that virtuous life? By loving the Lord our God with our heart and our soul and our mind and our strength, by loving our neighbor as ourselves, and we have Mary to accompany us. She comes every once in a while at her son's request to lead us in the paths of righteousness. When the people are going astray, the Lord comes, says, Mary, go and tell them prayer, penance, reparation. And that's the fact of a message. That's why we're here today. So we can reinforce that message of loving the Lord with our heart and our soul, our mind and our strength, loving our neighbor, being faithful, being virtuous, doing the right thing, constructing the house of our mansion of the kingdom of heaven with kindness, with virtue, with mercy, with respect. Even though the world doesn't teach those attributes, Jesus said, you are in the world, but of the world. We don't have to conform to the things of the world. We have a higher level we're on, and that is the level to live a holy life and a, sancti a sanctified life and a virtuous life, preparing for eternal salvation. Today, I always, I always come here, and when they bring the Blessed Mother around, I go back to my childhood. When I was a little boy in um, the 50s, I was born in the 60s. I was in the second, third grade. And I always remember those beautiful days of the May processions and the May crownings. And those, that was the, uh, the climax of the Marian devotion back then. And as a Mariologist, even, even the books say that was the pinnacle and climax of devotion to Mary. After the Immaculate Conception was defined in 1854 by Blessed Pius IX. And after it was confirmed by our Blessed Mother herself and Lords in 1858, 
Then there was the Fathom apparitions in 1917. Then Pius XII defined the Assumption in 1950, and he called the Marian year in 1954 to reinforce the centennial of the Immaculate Conception. So that was the pinnacle of Marian devotion, the climax in the 50s, the 60s. And so I always see the Blessed Mother, and I think of that beautiful song, O Mary, we crown thee with blossoms today, Queen of the Angels and Queen of the May. And the final line of the final verse is, how dark without Mary life's journey would be. Because Mary helps us lighten the burden. Without her, it would be that much darker. We have a caring mother. And to know we have a caring mother who's with us, who cares about us, who's there to say, listen to my son. The last words, recorded words of her in the gospel. Do whatever my son tells you to the waiters at the Cana of Galilee wedding when they were running out of wine. You all know that story, of course. So that's what Mary comes into this world at the, bequest of, the behest of her son to help us, to reinforce her words. Do what my son tells you. Listen to my son and to help us, guide us in the right path with our peace plan from heaven, prayer and penance, and reparation for the offenses and the blasphemies and the indifferences against the sacred heart of Jesus and against her immaculate heart so that we can be part of the solution and not part of the problem. We can carry our crosses with virtue and dignity and know we're planning for an eternal home and every cross we have and every thorn we have in our crown, we can say, Jesus, transform it. Make it another brick in my mansion in heaven. Let my pains be my gains, and let my scars be my stars. And let my mess in this world be my message that I did better than my mess and my troubles. And then I said, Lord, with your grace and with the help of Mary, I could do better. I can glorify you. I can live a virtuous and holy life. And then, as Francisco said, and die and go to heaven. How good is that? And it's all ours. We have, we have it in our grasp. St. Thomas Aquinas said, God can make you without your help, but he can't redeem you without your help. In Latin, Deus qui creavit te sine te non redemistiti sine te. God, who created you without you help, can't save you without your help. Do you understand that? Is it too complicated? No, because God made us without our cooperation, right? You know, mommy and daddy got married, and mommy and daddy had a baby. But we came in, it wasn't our, wasn't our choice. It's a beautiful thing that God gave us this gift of life. God, who made you without your help, cannot redeem you without your help. Deus qui creasti sinete, non redemptisti sinete. God who created you without your help cannot redeem you without your help. That means he needs your cooperation. As St. Paul said, work out your salvation with a certain fear and trembling. Work together with God. Die to self and die to sin and carry your cross every day. That's what we all have to do. So we can prepare for eternity. O oh, mi patria, O oh, my homeland, how I long for you. O oh, mi patria, O oh, va pensiero, let our thoughts go to heaven. Let our thoughts be elevated. 
That's the goal. Even St. Catherine of Siena said, every day on earth can be heaven if we want it that way. We can make it heaven if we live the beautiful life, a grace-filled life, a life free from sin and error and all the bad stuff that surrounds us in this world. All the way can be heaven. We make it that way, even with our ups and our downs and our crosses. Jesus never promised it was going to be easy. He says, if you want to be my disciple, pick up your cross every day and follow me. That's the invitation to discipleship. And the master followed his own words. He was the first one to pick up the cross. But his cross ended up in his triumph. So it is for us. Let's say, Jesus and Mary, help me. Let me be faithful. Let me live that beautiful life, that virtuous life. Let my thoughts go to heaven. And when, the, when, when, when tough things in life happen and we're tempted and we do the right thing, the, there's three words that I want you to remember. Heaven, four words. Heaven is worth it. Heaven is worth it. Any sacrifice you make, heaven's worth it. If you contract it to heaven's worth it, it's two, three words. <laughs> Otherwise, it's heaven is worth it. So when we make a sacrifice in life, to say, this is to get to heaven. That's what Mary came into this world to teach us. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. Whoever follows me will have eternal life. So let's remember all these beautiful things as we come here, reinforced in our faith. Remember, when things are difficult, elevate your mind to heaven. Va pensiero, let my thoughts go to heaven. Let my thoughts go to my homeland, o mi patria. That's what gets us through and the ups and downs of life, let's help, let's help each other with that thought. This is not the destination. We're just going through the best we can. We have opportunities like this to reinforce our goal. Let's ask the Lord to help us in that goal and our Blessed Mother, how dark without Mary life's journey would be, but how beautiful with her we can make it. If we approach her, we put ourselves under her protection, under her mantle, say, Mary, Help me, protect me, keep me under your care. Remember, O Most Blessed Virgin Mary, never was it known anyone who went to you for their, your help or assistance was left unaided. Go to the Blessed Mother with your help and say, Jesus, the most important, Mary, the most important thing I could do is be faithful to your son. Keep me on a good path. Keep me on the straight and narrow. Keep me sending bricks to heaven for my mansion. Keep me always faithful the best I can like Francisco, and we live a beautiful life, a virtuous life, a holy life, a sanctified life, and at the end of our earthly pilgrimage, we can be joined with our Lord, our Blessed Mother, Francisco, Jacinth, and all the saints in the kingdom of heaven. That's our goal. May we live that virtuous life. May we one day all be reunited where there's our goal, our homeland, our Bapensiero to the kingdom of heaven. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen.